What is up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Living Loud podcast. We don't really have an agenda for today. It is New Year's Eve. We are following the news of Betty White's passing. So sad. One of my good friends is a very big Golden Girls fan. Got her through some tough times when she was younger. So I'm thinking about her today. I I thought Golden Girls was adorable. Loved the show, but uh, I mean, wasn't a mega fan or anything. So can't say I was the the biggest fan or knower of trivia. But still, I know that she touched a lot of people. So it's too bad to hear about that. So close to her hundred year birthday. She was born on January 17. Makes her Capricorn. Would be interested to look into her chart, actually. I haven't looked at that. That would be interesting. Maybe we can have a little Betty White episode on her 100th birthday. I'll try to remember that. But anyways, Jeremy is working tonight, as you can imagine. It is the one of the biggest party events of the year, New Year's Eve. And we live in a place where pretty much everything's open. You can do whatever you want. So he is working and I'm getting ready because we might, might not be able to go celebrate with some friends tonight. Most of my friends are not feeling that well. <laughs> uh, so that's not funny. I'm just saying I'm kind of chilling out myself, just waiting for Jeremy to get off of work. Just gonna do my makeup and kind of chat with you guys about whatever comes to mind. I have the furnace off because it is loud and my mirror for doing my makeup is right next to it. So I have it off for your listening pleasure as well as a, a thank you for dealing with the road noise of the <laughs> last uh, episode where we talked about um, letting go to get ahead with your goals. So anyway, yeah, nothing really... Uh, particular on the docket right now. We're just going to chat a little bit about whatever I want. Maybe we could just kind of go over how this year went and kind of some, you know, ideas and goals that I have um, going forward just because I don't really know what else to talk about. Last year when I did um, an episode of Lattes and Laundry about like things that I learned from 2020 I felt like I, you know, prepared for that pretty extensively by doing the, um, I had like done a mashup where I went through and did a bunch of exercises from a bunch of different like YouTubers that I follow. Um, some of them were Kelly Dawn, who isn't really a YouTuber, but she's a podcaster. She's a coach. Um, Kayla Nicholson, YouTuber. Uh, claim to fame, I guess, for this would be, like, gisting. Um, and, of course, like, buttery beautiful B-roll and all that. She's beautiful content. Absolutely love it. She's a yoga teacher. If you guys are interested in checking her out, her YouTube channel is Kayla Nicholson, and then she also has her brand All Things Co's. And then um, another one was Christina Lopes. She's the heart alchemist on um, Instagram if you want to check her out. And let's see, who is the other one? Michelle B. Michelle B has um, a lot of like get your shit together content, um, a, a lot about, you know, resets and 
life admin days and very much similar to Kayla and how it's like getting your shit together um, and those kinds of things. So I did. Anyways, the point is, is I did like a mashup, um, like marathon of <laughs> like um, reflecting and uh, like planning and just like, kind of looking back and all that, whatever. And I found, actually last year I found that, I don't know, a lot of the lessons that I learned was like pretty, pretty much kind of similar to all the same things that all the other YouTubers are talking about, you know, like listening to your intuition and, and giving yourself grace and not expecting you to like, you know, I don't know, like change 50 things in one year and... To be honest, it didn't really change that much. It just turned out that making, like, just a couple little switches really impacted, like, how I, f like, how I felt about my life as a whole. So, to be honest, it was very much about, um, you know, trusting myself and not expecting me to just like drink coffee and just move on. You know what I mean? Like there was no amount of pep talks or coffee that was ever going to like make me feel better um, in 2019. And over 2020, I learned that. Now over 2021, I learned, <laughs> I learned through the, the summer of retrogrades, which we've been experiencing, and don't worry, we're not going to talk that much about astrology today, uh, but oh, just suffice it to say that retrogrades are a time period of, it's not necessarily about backsliding, but I mean, that can happen just because you are going back, you're, re you're looking back, and if you're making a lot of progress like I was in the spring of 2021. I mean, I was going ham on my health. I was vegan. I was running. I literally, I, I ran 2.25 miles all at one go. And that, if you told me that I was going to do that two years ago, I would have said you were fucking nuts. Like, there's no part of me that expected me to do that until I started training in April of 2021. And then the summer happened. And I like, I don't know when it was, I, I learned too late that you should not run on like country roads that are like graded. I live in a tiny town at the time. And the roads were humped, right? Like they were high in the middle. And then they uh, went down to the sides where the you know, the water would run off into ditches. And Unfortunately, that's not optimal for running. That makes one ankle always higher than the other. And generally, I'm sure you're aware, running is already a pretty, um, you know, joint intensive exercise. And so anyway, I injured my ankle and then I was, I spent the whole fucking year working for a retail company and that in and of itself was fine. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I know, you guys, I know that I do not have an unlimited capacity. Like, I know that I need to, 
allow myself to rest. Like, I'm not a workaholic. I don't want to be a workaholic. Workaholism is not something that I find, like, particularly attractive. I think having good boundaries is, is important. And I think that spending, you know, 12 hours working every single day is poor life balance. I just do. And it's okay if you don't believe that or if you work that much, like that's fine. My mom is a work is a workaholic. She works all the time, all day, every day. And she, you know, part of it is because she needs to, but the other part of it is because she likes to. Like that's just fine. No judgment. But not for me. It's not for me. I don't want to do that. I have no interest in doing that. So anyway, the point is is as I was working for this retail company, I found it increasingly impossible to work on my own projects. And I think, I don't even know, I could not tell you right now when I had decided to close my previous company, which I don't think we've talked about that much. Um, but I closed, let's see, Mercury and I think Mercury and Jupiter were conjoining, so it must have been, like, very early in the year. I had decided um, that basically the company that I was running was not a good fit for me, and especially because, like, I was doing portrait photography, which I was good at, but uh, there was some... I don't know. There was some issues with like my marketing strategies and like the problem that I thought I was solving people with for people. I mean, you know, you solve problems. That's why you get paid. Even if you have like an innately fun industry, like there's, you're still solving some problem for someone. So anyways, um, I had some issues with like what I was really offering and some of my own limiting beliefs and whatnot, but even strategically like doing portraits and trying to live a nomadic life has its own problems. Like, obviously, if you are trying to live independent from a particular location, then it makes sense that your job, whatever you're doing for money, is also independent from location. And if you're taking portraits of people, you have to be in the same room. So anyways, I had kind of ignored this. Like, I started my company in... When was this? July of 2017. Nope, sorry. July of 2016. Then I moved. And then one year later, I found van life. And my husband and I had decided, like, hey, this seems like what we want to do. We originally wanted to, like, move to an island and live on island time. But that deci we decided that was not really what we were interested in. And so then decided maybe... We could just travel and like try it out and see how it went and maybe we would find a place that we loved and obviously that is not um that's still the plan but this was four years ago <laughs> so I was like okay well I guess I'm gonna just have to spend this time trying to figure out how to make this a mobile business because by that time I was already in business for like nine months I was really good at it I was finally starting to make money people were enjoying their photos like I mean this was like I thought this was like a dream come true right like 
what more could I ask for? People paid me thousands of dollars just to like take sexy photos of them. Like <laughs> this was this was what I wanted, wasn't it? Well, actually, I don't know why like how we suddenly started going down this rabbit hole, but there was some um, issues that happened and like some new fears became unlocked. Like there was this one thing that happened. Maybe I'll tell the story sometime. I don't really feel like talking about it right now. But there was this one time where someone, um, she she basically blackmailed me into giving her photos for free. And I learned a valuable lesson then, which is basically, like, you know, have a solid contract, I guess. That wasn't really the lesson I learned. I already knew that was a thing. And I had been burned by my contract before, like, even though one time I had somebody who had a chargeback, and even though I provided the same documentation for all three of her payments, they said one was fine, but then the other two they gave back to her. So, like, the supporting evidence was good enough for 33% of a return. I don't understand, or whatever. So, anyways, <laughs> like, I already had some issues surrounding that. Um, definitely some limiting beliefs born out of that, but anyway, these two things, like, happened around the same time, and I, I know I got scared. I definitely got scared, but then there was also part of me that was like, okay, so you're taking sexy photos of people, and you're trying to say that you want to empower them, but then you're also posing them very particularly, and then, like, I don't have a problem. Like, I'm putting makeup on right now. I don't have a problem with makeup. I don't have a problem with Photoshop. I don't have a problem with bustiers. I don't have a problem with boob tape. You do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. That is not the point. The point is, though, is I'm profiting off of this industry. And when I'm profiting off of it, like, there's an energetic exchange with money. And I don't really know if this is how I want to make my living. Like, again, nothing against any of these industries, nothing against other boudoir photographers who are doing this. That's not at all what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is only the fact that I was not putting in the time to it. I did not want to work on it. I did not want to solve these problems that were like around having portraiture clients in my vicinity while I was living in a bus and traveling and like vagabonding and doing whatever the fuck I wanted. And so since I didn't want to solve those problems, I knew that this was not the industry for me. So anyway, so the point is, is like you figured out finally, like, I don't want to solve these problems. And if I don't want to solve these problems and this is not my passion and this is not my passion, then what the fuck am I doing? If I don't want to do this, what do I want to do? Well, anyway. Then I found out that, well, no, I mean, I found astrology long ago, but, like, I found out that, like, you can make money doing this. Like, you can, you can make money by serving people in ways that you want to serve them. And I was already talking about astrology every day. Like, that, like, when I was not working on my business because I didn't want to, like, I thought it was just depression, but then I started to realize, like, this is not depression. This is just an active dislike of doing my job. And if that's the case, like, what am I spending my time doing? What am I spending my time on? And, and, and do I want to keep doing that? So anyways, that happened at the beginning 
I believe in the beginning of this year. And so I had decided essentially to close my, my company fully. I tried to just like switch it. So that way I was maybe doing like more fun stuff, like more fashion, like maybe doing it like my biggest dream would have been like doing it for celebrities and like doing like major fashion campaigns. Like back in the day I used to buy, um, well I had a subscription to Elle magazine and Harper's Bazaar just because I like to look at the fashion magazines and I previously worked in fashion sales. And so I thought like, oh, well that's kind of fun. That's like full circle. Like it makes sense. I was, I've been enjoying that since I was like 16, I started working in retail and I was really good at it. And it transitioned over into, you know, sales as far as like portrait sales and stuff like that too. But it just didn't feel right. I don't know. When I, when I like did my lattes and laundry podcast, like it just didn't seem right. I didn't feel like talking about that stuff. I talked about astrology and like, you know, intention setting and stuff like that. And even though those videos weren't the ones that like did, or not videos, I guess, but like episodes, like even though those weren't the episodes that did the best... I still enjoyed doing them. Um, But what I did notice was, like, one of the episodes that did really well was about resentment, and another one that did really pretty well was about, um, like, stoicism and just, like, generally trying to let go and detach from your emotions. Um, And so those episodes I thought thought were fun to to write and record and whatever. They were moderately well-received in my podcast, and... They didn't really have anything to do with portraiture, you know? They didn't really have anything to do with that. And it was kind of difficult to, like, yeah, obviously I could say, like, oh, just trying to empower people every which way, whatever. But, like, it wasn't really, they weren't really connected. And that, I kind of wanted them to be, you know? Like, I, I was looking for them to, like, support each other and for it to make sense. And basically all I found myself doing was attracting random people who weren't really that interested in it. And it was like, mostly because I also didn't really know what I was trying to offer. Like, I'm trying to, at this point, I'm trying to take celebrity fashion portraits and work with major fashion houses, but talk about stoicism and astrology. Like, I love the idea of a world where that works. And I'm sure that you know, with the proper amount of time and, I don't know, dedication, like, it probably could. But at the same time, those things are pretty different. And it's not that I'm, like, not interested in trying to work it out. I'm just, I'm just saying. They don't really have anything to do with each other. (laughs) And in the, in that whole time, I had been following people like Kelly Dawn and Vanessa Lau. And, um, well, during my photography days, I also followed people like Molly. Uh, what's her name? I've forgotten now, but Molly Kaiser. Molly Kaiser is a coach for boudoir photographers. Very successful, I might add. And so I was aware of the whole like coaching industry in that way, but not, I wasn't really like aware of like how that could like directly impact me um the thought of you know hiring a coach was wasn't really on my wasn't really on my mind I was more interested in Vanessa for like growing on social medias and I was more interested in Molly for learning how to take good portraits and market them etc etc 
Kelly, on the other hand, was just a super badass babe. And I just loved following her. She always made me feel like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking do anything that I don't want to do. I'm not going to talk about stuff I don't want to talk about. I'm not going to feel like just because I have this skill or just because I spent this money on that thing that I have to follow through with it. And that brings us to the summer (laughs) of this year, which was essentially like, hmm, trying to think. I think, okay, so it was around the Aquarius new moons because, or Aquarius full moons, because there were two of those. There was Aquarius blue moons this year. And someone, I think it was Maddie Murphy, had pointed out that it happened like on the last day of Leo season. And so it was basically like we have the we have the second full moon in Aquarius, which for me is in my finance house of earning money. Right. And then the sun immediately goes into Virgo. And so it's like we need to like pare down really look at where we're spending our energy, minimize those things, like minimize, it's not necessarily about minimizing our responsibility, but like the way that it worked out, especially for me, it very much felt like minimizing my, um, minimizing my obligations because I couldn't do everything. I still have not (laughs) done everything that I need to do in order to fully close that business. I still have not like at that point especially i still have not said goodbye or even had the uh, the ability or the time to put the time needed into building a new business and having a part-time business and wrapping up my previous business and still getting some inquiries about that not being able to figure out certain things like how to get rid of my email, (laughs) how to get rid of my Google listing. Like, I've still had a couple people reaching out to me. Somebody reached out to me recently to take their portrait. But then when I said I had closed my business, they were like, oh, will you teach me how to to run my camera and teach me how to run the, um, run like the software to like edit things? And I was like, Jesus, like, (laughs) I just want to have the time and... I want to take the time in order to just run my astrology coaching business for crying out loud. And while I'm still interested in helping people who want to be helped, I'm not interested in spending a bunch of time for this like billion dollar corporation. Like I worked there for a long time. They're fine people. I don't really have anything against them. I'm just saying I don't want to put in, I don't want to make this person a, like a multimillionaire when I am barely getting by. I don't want to do that. I don't think, I think a lot of people don't want to do that. A lot of people are choosing not to do that directly, specifically. And I'm just another one of them. I just don't want to make this giant corporation even more rich while I'm ignoring everything I want to do. And I was sitting in the parking lot of this second job I had gotten, by the way, I got a full-time job and I was like feeling guilty about quitting my part-time job, which is neither one of these is any of my businesses, by the way. And I was sitting in the parking lot and I watched just, I was watching Instagram stories and I watched a story from Kelly Dawn. I don't remember what she was doing in it. It doesn't matter. But I looked at it and I started bawling in the parking lot and I was like, Kelly would never do this. Kelly would never be working these two 
shitty jobs that don't really pay that well. Like, one of them paid me $15 an hour, and the other one paid me 11 That's disgusting for 2021. I'm sorry. But making $11 an hour in 2021 is just... That's not acceptable. I'm sorry. It's not. Especially when you have multi-billion dollar profits. Um, not profits, but revenues. Like, I'm sorry. That, it's not acceptable. And so, anyways, I was sitting in this parking lot, and I was bawling because I was mostly, like, pissed that I did this to myself, like, got this second job that I worked full-time at, and then it was, like, even further and further away from my own goals, and now that I knew what they were, it was almost like I had to, I had to, like, get this second job in order to, like, realize, I don't know why that was, like, that was so fucking annoying, actually, the timing of all that, but maybe it was the sun entering Virgo, I don't know, Virgo's in my, Virgo's in my ninth house, and so it's, like, higher education and whatever and philosophy, but it's right before my tenth house, and so I don't know if that was just, like, a preparation for, like, getting me ready in order to move forward with this. Anyway, The point I guess I'm trying to make is like over the summer, I really backslid and I started giving away my time. I stopped working out. Hold on. I need to uh, use my brush on my mouth. (laughs) Anyways, I basically needed to like give away this time, I think, in order to figure out exactly what I was doing and exactly how it could all work together. And it's funny because even though that was over the summer and I really backslid, especially on like my health and my fitness, I, I did, it's almost like I was treading water a little bit. I was like, okay, I know what to do, but I'm still not really ready. And then the eclipses happened in November. Like I basically just treaded water that whole time. And then the eclipses happened in November and I essentially just like, I don't want to be dramatic because... I'm fine. Like, even then, I was fine. I had a lot of guilt around why I was still there, why I was doing that. But I started to have this, like, existential crisis about, like, feeling like an NPC in this video game where I was, like... My my job had kind of devolved from being an expert in, like... Because I was a shoe... I was, like, the shoe specialist. So I was really knowledgeable about women's shoes... But then my company decided to change, like, the way that they sold the shoes. And so then it was, like, it didn't really matter. The customers didn't give a fuck about, like, the trivia and, like, what the shoes made of and what, shockingly, even what other people were saying about the shoes. Like, that surprised me. But, like, people mostly just wanted you to leave them alone. And it's like, I don't, what's my, what's, what am I doing here then? Like, what's the point? And then I started working in the, like, just, like, the women's clothing, which, like, in and of itself is okay, except that I'm still just, like, I'm still just a cashier. Again, nothing wrong with doing that as long as you're compensated fairly and you are able, you know, like, to go in day in and day out and do it. If you're, if that's, if that's your experience, like, great. But for me, it went from being like, a specialist that people actually utilize. Like, my knowledge was valuable. I'm a Venus Gemini. My knowledge being valuable matters a lot to me. And then I can't, I just can't go and be a cashier where I just do the same thing every day. And then with all this, like, you know, lockdown shit, 
I'd just go home and I'd like be alone. Even like Jeremy worked overnights at this time and it was like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. He was out working at a warehouse and it was like I would go into work, have cashier conversations every day, all day, not really have any meaningful conversations with people, go home, not talk to anybody at all. Maybe like, I mean, yeah, I, I have like text conversations or like send audio messages to like my best friend and stuff like that. But like, this is not a quality of life. Like, it's not a quality life. I don't want this anymore. So I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> and I just, I sat in the parking lot at my job for an hour bawling and I just couldn't go in. And I, and I called Jeremy and I was like, I just can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> and and so I didn't. And so I was done. And I feel bad about how that happened, but I just, there was no other way. There was nothing that I could do. And so essentially then I left, I had already like long ago at this point had left that second job. I left that in like July or August and I had just gone back to my retail job. And then in November, the eclipses happened. My life changed dramatically. It wasn't like my life fell apart. Like we were already moving into the bus at that time. Our last day in the apartment was on the 20, um, I'm sorry, on the 30th of November. And so it wasn't like, you know, I was going to be homeless or anything. I mean, I literally live in a bus. That was my choice. And that was already in the works. So like all that was fine. But like, still, I didn't really know how to, like, how I was trying to make money. I didn't really know what I was doing. I started out making a lot of posts about astrology and uh, astrological events that were happening because that's what the people that I was following were doing. They were talking about the astrological events that were happening. And I realized everybody, (laughs) not everybody, I know I'm generalizing, but we'll say, quote unquote, everybody in those common threads are people who are interested in astrology. And that's great. (laughs) Obviously, I'm one of them. I'm very interested in astrology. But not everybody is interested in astrology. Not everybody is interested in knowing where the planets are or what they're doing. They're just interested to the degree that it can help them. And I started realizing I didn't really care to work with astrologers. Like, it's cool if an astrologer finds my page and is like, you know what? I think this person can really help me. That's great. (laughs) Stick around. Stay here. If you like astrology, I know that there are people out there who are interested in astrology just in and of itself. And I would love for them to come along for the ride. But that's not the point. The point is to use it. The point is to is to help people use it because I'm already aware that it takes a long time to learn enough astrology for you to actually utilize it. And most people don't give a shit about that much. Like, they're like, you know what? Hey, it would be really cool if I could have, like, an astrologer on hand just like I have, like, you know, my hairstylist on my on hand or my tax accountant on hand or my, my, my house cleaner on hand or a personal chef on hand. Like, those things would all be really nice. But, you know, insert reasoning why we don't have those things or don't choose to have those things. And so essentially, though, this boils down to not having the skill. A lot of those other things, it boils down to not having the time or not wanting to spend the time. You don't need someone, most likely anyway, you don't need someone to clean your house. You don't need someone to fix your um, your meals for you. You you maybe need someone to do your taxes, depending on, you know, the, the kind of activities that you have going on in your finances. But a lot of people out there don't. They just 
pay someone to do it because they don't want to do it. And that's a beautiful way to spend your money. Spending your money on something that is going to save you time is a beautiful way to spend your money. But fixing your meals isn't going to save you decades, right? It's not going to save you 10 years or more. It, I mean, overtime, compound interest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fine. But it literally takes multiple years in order to start utilizing astrology if you don't know anything about it. And so anyways, I'm getting distracted. The point is, is I realized I didn't really care to talk to astrologers. They already know how to make their life better with astrology. What I want to do is help people who have an awareness that astrology is valuable. And if you don't have that awareness, stick along. But if you, and also, I guess I should say, if you think astrology is bullshit, that's fine. Goodbye. It doesn't matter. That's okay. But if you want help with it, here are the ways that it can help you. You can become aware of your personality components. And that means that you'll figure out, we together, I guess, or you and Google, if you want to put in the time, can start to learn what components of your personality are in play at a certain time. So let me give you an example of this. I realized, and this is a day that will live in my memory forever, on December 7, 2019, I realized why people always said that I was too much. This seems obvious now as an astrologer. I have a Taurus sun, which means people are lured in to my ability to make them feel good. Now, not every Taurus is like that. I'm just, I'm I'm generalizing a little bit, of course. And I have a Scorpio moon. So people who get to know me well enough start to see that I am loyal as fuck. I will go out of my way to do anything for you. If you come to me with a problem, I will find a solution. If you come to me with the same problem 12 times, I will try my damnedest to find 12 different solutions. People are really attracted to that. Scorpio is a very magnetic sign, and a lot of people are attracted to that. But then I blast them with an Aries Mercury. And so I communicate in a very fiery, passionate, direct, straightforward way. And a lot of people are turned off by it. They're like, "Mm, man, you're just, you're just too much. A lot of that is also compared to other people. I do have high expectations because I have abandonment issues. So, you know, you gotta, you, you don't gotta lie to kick it. And if you do, you're, you're out the door. And if you aren't going to put me, you know, How do I say this in a way that doesn't make me sound like a crazy narcissist? I'm just saying, I put you first, so please put me first, right? I'm not not asking to be above your mom or your child or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. I'm just asking for that common decency that like, hey, we're friends. We we look out for each other. I put you first. You put me first, right? Anyways, (laughs) I have, that's, that's probably Scorpio. And I expect that of people. And when they are like, man, you're just, I don't know, you're just a lot. You're just a bitch. That really grated on me forever. Like the whole time up until December 7 of 2019, I could not figure out like why all I'm trying to do is be like the best person I can possibly fucking be to you. And you're running off like a scared little bitch. Well, now I get it. Now I know why. Another example of this is my Cancer Mars. I... (laughs) This is so annoying. I am really good under pressure and I couldn't figure out why. Like, why is that? Well, Cancer is ruled by the moon. The moon goes through cycles. The moon is also a ruler of our emotions. And so I realized if I'm not feeling anything, I ain't fucking doing it. 
If I'm not feeling anything, I'm not fucking doing it. Well, guess what? Most of the time I just feel okay. I don't feel like really high highs or really low lows normally. I'm mostly just fine. And you know what? Feeling just fine doesn't really feel like much of anything. And so I am not fucking motivated. And so I need to create an artificial motivation or I need to feel a real motivation. And to be honest with you, pressure does that. Procrastination does that. Getting down to the last fucking minute, that does that. And so I'm good under pressure. Is it optimal? Not really. Definitely not really. Mars and Cancer is not a not something that you should be jealous of for sure. There are other things that come along with that as well, but this is how I have started to realize, hey, Taurus means take a fucking rest. Aries and Capricorn, they don't like that that much. Guess what? They have to deal with it, right? I have to communicate the way that I do, and if you don't like it, that's fine. I now know that part of me is valid and I can just live with it. And if you want to see yourself out, it's fine because I know I have to be this way. Now I get it. Now I understand why I don't have a motivation that is like, what's the word? I don't have motivation that is homogenous and standardized. It goes with cycles. It goes up and down. And I just have to, I just have to prepare for that. I have to plan for that right? Every Libra season, I see when my, well, this is, it. obviously it can fluctuate a month or two ahead or behind, but like every Libra season, Mercury will go into Libra. It'll activate what's called a grand cross. It'll It'll be opposition of my Mercury, and I will not feel like talking about anything. I will feel so fucking silenced. And guess what? Now I know that. Now I know that's coming. When Mars is in my 12th house, now I know watch out, bitch. You're going to be tired. (laughs) You're going to be tired. And now is not really the time to take on new projects. It's okay to commit to projects you already had going, already had planned. Like you got to get through your life, don't you? But just be aware you're going to be tired. Plan for being tired, right? When the sun is there, you know, might feel weird, might feel awkward, might feel like man, even though it's kind of nice outside, I'm feeling fucking down and blue or gray or whatever. I know that's coming now, right? Anyways, I can see that helping people. I can see how that helps people. And a lot of people just go through their lives thinking like, oh, you know what? I guess I, like as an example, let's say that you are a Taurus son like me and you have, um, a Scorpio rising sign. That means that your son is in the is in the seventh house, which is your partners. And so you are going to find a lot of life force coming from partnership. If you are expecting a partner to solve all your problems, which this could happen, right? I mean, yeah, of course, partners could solve your problems, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm not, I'm just generalizing. I'm not here to say this is every single, you know, Taurus's, Taurus Rising's um, experience. I'm just saying, if you're a Taurus Rising and you're a Scorpio Sun, I don't know what I said the first fucking time. Let's just go with this example. Sorry. <laughs> if you're a Taurus Rising and you're a Scorpio Sun, then that means that you are going to find life force in, in partnership. Don't expect yourself to be single. Don't expect yourself to value being single. Don't expect yourself to 
like just be self-sufficient and rely only on yourself. If you're a Scorpio sun, it's really tempting to feel like you should be like that. But guess what? You're not. You're probably not. And that's okay because you can start to see like, okay, wait, instead of bucking this trend, let's just get comfortable with it. Let's start seeing it play out in our everyday life. So that way we can stop being shocked and surprised by things, to be honest. You know what? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe astrology just gives me this like false sense of security of like control over my environment. But guess what? I don't really care if it's a placebo. I don't care if the reason that it was easy for me to quit smoking in 2020, the most stressful year of my life, of anybody's life that I know, if it's a fucking placebo, then I don't care. Sign me up. And actually, you know what? The word placebo in and of itself is a thing because the fucking phenomenon is real. This stuff is real. So anyways, I we just really tangented there, didn't we? Anyway, <laughs> now you have an idea, I guess, more of my backstory and kind of like my plans. Man, I really probably should take the stuff that we talked about in the end of this podcast and recycle it because there are going to be a lot of people who are never going to get to the end of this podcast. And there was some there was some good examples in here. So anyways, thank you very much for your time today. I hope that you have a wonderful New Year's. I will see you guys in the new year, 2022. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to turn the heater back on. Hades is getting cold. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.